Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And normally, while I do not do this program by myself, today it will just be me on this hump day. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> It's hump day. Hump day. <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day. <laughs> That's right, folks. Today is hump day. This is the day in which we attempt to begin the weekend, sometimes with success, sometimes not. Uh, but as I, as I always like to say, the fun is in the trying. So that's basically what we're going to do today. We're going to try and begin the weekend. But before we do, well, we have to make sure that we give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, let's start with Hitman Industries. You can find them at hitmanindustries.net. Uh, if you've purchased an AR in the last 15 years, or 15 years, five years, chances are you already have one of their barrels. But hey, why stop at just one? Why not get? Uh, why not do a rebuild? Uh, why not rebarrel your current rifle? Well, guess what? You'll find exactly what you need at hitmanindustries.net. Also, there's the California Republican Assembly, otherwise known as the conscience of the Republican Party, helping to elect conservatives from from school board all the way up to president of the United States, the California Republican Assembly is dedicated to electing conservatives. If you want to be a part of California's future today, go to CRAGOP.org and become a member of CRA. And then there is Hog Holsters. That's helping America wear guns. You can find them at hogholsters.com where you can use discount code the rundown. Get your, that's by the way, that's the rundown, all space, all caps, no spaces. But say all spaces, no caps. Very wrong. All caps, no spaces. Hog holsters is the, space, is the place to get the best concealed carry uh, tactical holsters that you can find. Find them at hogholsters.com. And finally, veteran-owned and operated. They have their products include have integ come with integrity. Uh, they do business with integrity. Uh, great prices uh, as well as fast shipping. You can find everything you need if you're looking for uh, weather out uh, weathered gear. If you're looking for cold gear, rain gear. If you're looking for uh, tactical gear, if you're looking for helmets, if you're looking for hats, if you're looking for glasses, whatever it might be, you can find it right there at uscombatgear.com. That's why we like using the .com because, you know, it kind of, I know it kind of ages us, but you know. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, by the way, folks, you may have noticed once again, our time has changed, right? Normally we're at 2, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we decided that we went ahead and wanted to move it. So we're now at 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. So that we're running live. If you're watching us on OpsLens, we are live right now. So you can participate in the live chat as the program is taking place. Also, if you're now, by the way, if you're listening to the podcast or watching us on Spotify, well, you're still kind of getting a little bit of a, I don't want to call it a tape delay because it's not really tape anymore, but you're still getting a little bit of a delay because it has to be processed, go through the process uh, and then it's sent out to you. But look, however you guys partake of the program, however you gals partake of the program, do us a favor, do yourself a favor, tell your friends about it, share with them this program so that they can find out where the real conversations are taking place. All right, let's go ahead and get into today's uh, news stories. And uh, we're going to start off, uh, surprise, surprise, we're going to start off talking about something right here in Z-State, California. We're not, I'm sorry, 
not the state of California. I'm sorry. We're, we're talking about Nashville. What's been going on in Nashville? Now, it's no surprise that there have been major calls for gun control following what occurred there in uh, in uh, in Nashville. Uh, it, it's quite frankly, it's, it's highly predictable. I mean, we're going to forget the fact that, you know, there's already is a, a rule that is out. I mean, one of the firearms that was used included a, a pistol brace. And well, guess what? It's already illegal. Uh, it's already illegal to have a firearm on school grounds. It's already illegal to shoot people. All those things are already illegal anyway. But we all know that they're already doing that. But here's the real kicker. What's happening now is, is that you're starting to see that many on the left are in fact starting to blame, guess who? They're starting to blame conservatives. Wait, what? Yeah, I know, right? They are reaching out and they are actually trying to blame conservatives or at least uh, what they are referring to as, as trans hate, right? So they're looking at it and they're saying, looking at the trans movement and the media are providing deranged responses uh, to school shootings. This is a Breitbart story. Here it says media outlets and members of the transgender movement had disturbing responses to the to the shooting up of a Christian elementary school in Nashville by a transgendered person. Uh, If you look here, this is a this is a letter or a piece that was put out by uh, this is called basically the noise is basically the whole point of this is trans hate has consequences. So there's this group called the Trans Resistance Network, and they put out this letter let me let me see if I can pull this up and read this to you. It says, uh, the one part I want you to point to is many trans... Where is it at here? Oh, here we go. Uh, all of these factors contribute to a population that is medically underserved and who has often faced anti-trans bias while addressing... while, while accessing care leading to... Uh, while accessing care leading significant physical and mental dis- mental health disparities. Hate has consequences. So not only are they pointing to the point that hate has consequences, but here's the thing. And, uh, well, no, not Marjorie Taylor Greene one. Where is the other? Oh, here it is, right here. So you had uh, Katie Hobbs, who is a governor, the recently elected governor of Arizona, decided to put out a tweet, uh, or at least retweet a tweet, uh, this one right here, which you saw on the cover, where it basically it says, us when we see transphobes. Um, and once again, this is something that was put out after the shooting. Uh, my, I guess my, my point to you is, the thing that gets me about this is this, is that these sorts of things are there. They're out there. They're still on Facebook. They are definitely hinting at and pushing towards violence. They are encouraging violence and they're justifying violence, in this case, against children. Right. We're not we're, we're we're talking about now in their in their case, it is, well, Christian children. So therefore, I guess in their eyes, they're not really children, but they are advocating for violence against children. Three people who were killed in this were children. The other two were in the other three were in their 60s. Right. So I don't know if they were, I, well, I guess, if you consider 68 senior citizen, uh, but they definitely weren't uh, young folk. Uh, well, let me take that back. I'm almost 60. Yeah, they're young folk anyway. But what gets me about this once again is. They have been removed. Now, merely commenting on it. Where's, where, where is she at right here? Here it goes. Now, merely commenting, right? And talking about how there was a group that was out there that had a, what, a, a trans day of vengeance post. All she did was talk, was point to that and say, hey, look, this right here, 
uh, is the sort of attitude that has led to this sort of shoot, this sort of incident. They suspended Marjorie Taylor Greene's account for that very reason, because she dared to talk about, because she dared to even mention the idea of the fact that there are possibly people out there who would promote, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hate and violence and anger, right? She wasn't promoting it. She definitely wasn't promoting it against Christian, against Christian or Christian kids. But because, and, and it, look, here's the thing. Here's what happens. And this is not unique to the LGBTQ, Q, LGBTQIA plus minus uh, whatever the letters are. Uh, it's not unique to the trans community. It's not unique at all. Because see, here's what happens when you deal with the left. So if someone victimizes, if someone who fits a narrative of the left, if someone who is on the left is victimized, well, then it's clearly someone on the right who is responsible for doing it, right? Uh, they are the victims and they have been victimized by society, by whether it's the white man, the straight man, the Christian man, the Republican man, the government, the rich man, whoever it is. Now, if that individual, if the person who fits, who is in that narrative, who's in that group, victimizes someone else, it's because... Well, they were drawn to or forced to or or they were they were responding to victimization by the white man, the straight man, the Christian man, the, the, the rich man, the Republican man, the government man. In other words, they are perpetual the victims, even when they are the victimizers. That's the reason why when you hear about mass shootings, when they talk about mass shootings, they're talking about four more people being shot in an incident. They won't tell you that the overwhelming majority of those are either gang or drug related. They won't tell you that because along with that, well, that means that uh, some of those folks who are doing it are uh, youths of color, or as uh, they would say on my cousin Vinny, youths of color, right? They won't tell you that because the problem is, and once again, the color, the problem is not the color of their skin. The problem is not that they're young. The problem is that there are no consequences or we're, we are removing the consequences for bad actors, for people who do bad things. That's, the, that's part of the problem. The problem is, is that we are telling people that, tell you what, um, in order to protect you from bad actors, we're going to disarm you. Someone who has clearly has mental health issues, this person clearly had mental health issues, uh, I will tell you right now, I, and I looked at this, if there had been people who had been available, who had been armed there on campus, this could have been stopped. Because we already know, as soon as police showed up, it was stopped within three minutes. Now imagine if someone there, who was already there on campus, had a firearm and was able to engage that individual, and was trained and had a firearm, was able to engage that individual, quite frankly, that situation could have been over minutes earlier. Could have been over 10 minutes earlier, for all we know. But we'll never know because in that place, in, in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, if you just because you have a concealed carry permit does not mean uh, that you have the ability to carry on school grounds. You have been prohibited from being able to carry on school grounds, even in Tennessee. <laughs> Funny how that works, ain't it? But anyway, that's so that's the narrative from the left. And that's also the narrative that they will not tell you. Anyway. And this leads me to our next story, which uh, has to do with fentanyl. California, in California, uh, we talk about getting rid of penalties. 
I've talked to you about how most most deaths relating to fentanyl uh, are not people deciding to take fentanyl. They are people who thought they were taking something else and that something else happened to be laced or happened to include fentanyl or had, or quite frankly, had been replaced with fentanyl. Well, there was a bar bipartisan piece of legislation that was introduced in the state of California. And this bipartisan piece of legislation actually made it uh, made it so that a subject, a, a per, if a person knowing, if a person knowingly sold fentanyl, a person sold fentanyl, right, and someone died from an overdose from that fentanyl, they could potentially be charged with murder, right? Well, that bill, which by the way was sponsored by Republicans and Democrats, right? You had you had Mayor London Breed came came out. This is the this is the liberal Democrat. Uh, mayor of San Francisco came out and testified in favor of this bill. Let me read. Let me read this little bit of this article to you. A bar, bipartisan California bill aimed at charging fentanyl dealers with murder unceremoniously failed to advance out of the Senate committee on Tuesday. The law, authored by Democrat State Senator Tom Umberg, would have required courts to notify those convicted of selling drugs laced with fentanyl that they will be eligible for homicide charge if, in the future, they sell fentanyl-laced drugs that result in someone's death. San Francisco District Attorney Brooke Jenkins and San Diego Mayor Todd Gloria reportedly appeared and or appeared at Tuesday, uh, appeared at Tuesday's hearing in the Senate Public Safety Committee and gave testimony in support of the bill which was sponsored by members of both parties, a representative from San Francisco Mayor London Breed's office, also appeared at the hearing and said the office supported the bill. Now, why didn't the bill get out of committee? The bill didn't get out of committee because uh, a member, Scott Wiener, I remember Scott Wiener. Scott Wiener is the person who is advocating for legislation that would sexualize our children. Uh, he is the, the same individual who is push to end, uh, take away the, the, the Second Amendment rights of folks in San Francisco by basically eliminating gun shows, the only ability that anyone in the state of San Francisco has to purchase a firearm or ammunition. Uh, this is a guy who does not believe in rights. Uh, what he believes in is he believes in victimizing people and making victims out of people. This is who Scott Weiner is. Uh, but he said, well, you have to prove that they knowingly knew that the drugs had fentanyl. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to educate you on something. You probably already knew this, but clearly somebody doesn't know this because, well, he clearly doesn't know this. So there's a reason why we have a process that drugs that are legal are supposed to go through, right? There's a reason why we know this because the idea is that when you go through this official process, you know what, or you're supposed to know what is in those drugs. So if you sell drugs like opioids or anything like that, uh, if you're selling them illegally, you don't know how they were made, meaning you are putting people's lives at risk. If you know you don't know, if you know you don't know, then you know you are putting people's lives at risk. That fits the definition of murder. Maybe not you know, first degree, you know, you know, uh, you know, laid in wait, premeditated murder. 
but at the very least, it's negligent homicide. You were engaging in an illegal act, in this case, the selling of drugs, which is a felony. If someone dies in the commission of, of, of a committing a, of a felony, then you are guilty of, of that murder. You are guilty of murder. That's what the law says. But Mr. Weiner doesn't care about that because Mr. Weiner would rather protect drug dealers. He cares more about drug dealers than he does about those who are being poisoned with fentanyl. Why do I say poisoned? I, for those of you who listen to the program all the time, you already know why I already say poison. Why I say poisoned? I say poisoned because most of the deaths are not people who are looking to take fentanyl. They're not going out and saying, "Okay, hey, I'm looking for fentanyl. You got any fentanyl on you?" No. In in most cases, if they are looking, they are trying to. They are looking for something else. And that drug, whatever they're looking for, has either been cut with or replaced with fentanyl because it's more powerful and it's cheaper. And they are making money off of it because while not while while many, many people, while many die from taking fentanyl, not everyone dies. And those that do die don't die, they come back for more until they do die. Anyway. So that's it. Scott Weiner uh, does not want to protect children. We know this. Does not want to allow citizens to be able to protect themselves, but is interested in perfect protecting fentanyl dealers. I think that I think that's made awfully clear by his positions. And as we move along, uh, well, this one kind of fits right in line with a little bit of what uh, of what we were just talking about. Now, this there's a sheriff. Uh, he is in uh, he is in Riverside County. I remember when he was running for when he was running for running for sheriff. Uh, this is a guy who's got he's got thirty years in law enforcement, right? Uh, and uh, he had some really really interesting things to say about the people in Sacramento, the politicians in Sacramento uh, who run our government. And uh, I'll I'll just let him say it in his own words. People are afraid to go outside of their houses. They're afraid to uh, let their kids go to the park. They're afraid to let their kids walk to school. They're afraid to go to the grocery store. Uh, that's all we see on TV is is just more and more uh, violent crimes and vehicle takeovers and um, thefts, uh, theft rings. And it's, it's seriously getting out of hand. And unfortunately in California, we have zero help from our legislatures. They are part of the problem, if not the entire problem. Hello, my name is Chad Bianco and I am the Sheriff of Riverside County. I can say with all honesty, there is, there is no political will in this state to get a hold of crime. There is no political will to address the issues of crime, the, the sub-issues of crime, um, the results of crime. If you ask experts, we know who's committing the crimes and we know how to stop them from committing more crimes. You lock them into jails. The general public knows that also. The majority of our legislature knows that also, but they refuse to stand up to these few that are in the lead of the parties in the state 
and they refuse to to hold them accountable and call them out for what they're doing and so right now we're just in the complete state of dysfunction the far left is 100 anti-police anti-sheriff anti-public safety pro-criminal they are 100 pro-criminal and then you have the majority of democrats democrat all right so you heard him say now this is a democrat sheriff who has basically said that they are 100% pro-criminal. Now, I, I will take one, te- well, take one issue with him. And my issue is that Republicans have stood up and they have been fighting. They have been talking. They have been introducing legislation. Uh, and basically what has happened to them is, is now, uh, if they introduce legislation that Democrats don't like, they just don't even bother to give it a hearing. The mainstream media won't report on any of the legislation that they're introducing that deals with crime because, well, you know, what's the point? Because it's not going to get a hearing and the, 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 the mainstream media is not interested in solving it either because guess what? It gives them something to report on, right? They get to talk about how bad it is. They, and by the way, when they do it, they're blaming the cops for it being the way that it is. So you got the media that's anti-police. You've got the legislators that are anti-police. You've got the Republicans who, who basically are, are voiceless because the media won't say anything and they can't have their voices heard. I mean, I hate to say this, but to many in our Republican Party, in particular in California, are pathetic when it comes to getting the word out about what's going on. They're horrible at it. It's like they're, they're like behind enemy lines. More people will see me talking about this issue than they will all of our state legislators talking about this issue. That's how bad it is. And I, by the way, I'm right here in the belly of the beast in Sacramento, California, where a lot of these pathetic uh, uh, pieces or, or wastes of space are sitting over there in the state capitol uh, doing nothing except make, attempting to make victims out of people. But folks, here's the thing. Now, he said it was a majority of the Democrats know that's all of this stuff to be true. Well, here's my point to you, majority of Democrats. If any of you are paying attention, if any of you are watching this show, how about you step up and get your party under control? How about you kick these pro-crime leftists out of your party or at least out of control of your party and have some common sense again? Because all I'm hearing from you folks is common nonsense. Well, if we let them out of jail and we're nice to them, then they'll stop committing crimes. It doesn't work like that. It's never worked like that. Anytime we have gotten tough on crime and we have locked people up for committing crime, guess what? Crime goes down. That's what happens when you put criminals in jail. When you put rapists in jail, number of rapes go down. When you put murderers in jail, number of murders go down. It's not difficult. It's not hard to understand. There are some people who are caught up in crime or commit crime who can be rehabilitated. There are some who have chosen, who have chosen that life. And I say chosen because they have decided that when given the opportunity, it's easier for them to victimize others than it is for them to earn for themselves, do for themselves. Those folks need to be separated from society period. I, I, I wish I could think of a nicer way to say it, but that's just kind of how it is. And uh, well, you have some folks who are more interested in protecting the criminals, right? Now they say they're protecting criminals of color because they are disproportionately arrested. Well, guess what? 
Their victims are also disproportionately people of color. So who are you going to side with? Are you going to side with the criminals of color? Or are you going to side with the crime victims of color? So far, the Democratic Party has proven they are going to side with the criminals. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, and this, by the way, leads to the next thing. So they already don't, they don't know how to run our state, but now they want to tell Californians, they want to tell parents how to educate their children. As a matter of fact, they've just given up on that. Now they want to have state-sanctioned kidnapping. That's right. Uh, this piece here in the Washington Free Beacon talks about state-sanctioned kidnapping. California Dem- Dems approved plan to let kids enroll in group homes without parental consent. The law will help the state take custody of children whose parents don't support their efforts to change genders. That's right. They want to make it so that if if your child comes to you and says, uh, I want to go to a doctor, I want to have uh, my genitals cut off, Uh, I want to take puberty blockers that will uh, likely keep me from being able to uh, have children in the future should I change my mind. Uh, I want to have medical life altering procedures done to me as a minor. Then those individuals, those children can abandon their parents, go to the state and the state will take them into custody and uh, make sure that they get the life altering surgeries uh, and medications that, uh, that these kids want. Um, and by the way, these are kids as young as 12. Now, I, I'll, I'll just give you a hint, give you a point. In the state of California, with parents' knowledge and permission, someone under the age of 18 cannot go to a tanning salon. But they can go get their penis cut off without their consent. I'm going to let that set in right, right now. They can go have their breasts removed without their parents' consent. Or knowledge. Yes, that is what this bill, that is that is literally what this bill does. That is what they are pushing in the California legislature. Uh, there's a reason why some of my favorite local talk show hosts here call this Cal Unicornia. Uh, that's because they have, they, they, for them, this is a fantasy land. And for them, all of these things that, that, that so many of us look at and understand have so many potentially tragic consequences. They see this in their eyes. They're like, all they see is the flowers and the rainbows and how wonderful this is going to turn out. It reminds me, I was reading a, I was reading a book to a, a group of uh, uh, T, uh, TK students. And I, I had requested, I said, I wanted to read uh, the, little, you know, the Three Little Pigs and the Big Bad Wolf. Well, the book that I got was The Three Little Wolves and the Big Bad Pig. And uh, it was, the thing about the book was, it was just, well, I'll just put, I'll just jump all the way to the ending. In the ending, it wasn't that they couldn't get into the brick, the house of bricks, uh, which is what makes sense when you spend your money wisely and and prepare and to defend yourself. uh, you, You spend your resources wisely. You're going to be in a better position. No, they decided to make the final house a house of flowers. And when the big bad pig came and he went to huff and puff, he smelled the flowers and all of a sudden became good and realized all the evil that he had done and became friends with the three little wolves. 
Yeah, that's the sort of person that wrote this particular piece of legislation. That's the mentality that they have. What they don't realize is, yeah, wolves are wolves, period. And wolf, <laughs> those, that, that, that big bad pig, well, let me clarify, because pigs will eat anything. That big bad pig would eat would ate them little wolves. Well, he would went right through that house of flowers and ate those little wolves. Let me just tell you, but uh, but there's no having that in their case because well, they're not interested in the truce. Anyway, oh lordy, 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 lordy. I just I never know what to say about these folks. I really I honestly don't. Anyway, it's about that time for us to hit up the uh uh well the parting shots brought to you by Hog Holsters. You can find them at hogholsters.com. Make sure you use discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. Today, we only have two. The first one, well, and this just goes, you know, once again, while there's no conversations about the fact this is a hate crime, one is wondering why the fact that a, a Christian school with children targeted, they were targeted, mind you, uh, why it's not considered a hate crime. And I think if you look at this one, you'll know and understand why. Uh, here it's got a picture of uh, an individual who is, I'm assuming, is supposed to be a trans woman. Uh, and then it's got the little test next up to there being held up by the media. And at the top, it says, uh, it's got the skin tones and everything. It says hate crime. In other words, if you're white, uh, almost white or white, white, uh, it's a hate crime. But... If it's uh, you've got they've got the trans flag, the rainbow flag or the BLM symbol. Uh, well, then, if that's the case, well, then you've been driven to violence. Yeah, that's the truth right there. That's what they believe. But this last one is the most important one. And this is what I try to get people to understand about when it comes to when it comes to self-defense. And here you've got a wolf and a sheep. And at the very top, it says a wolf attacks a sheep. The sheep dies. The other sheep observe the killing. And notice that teeth kill sheep. So the sheep remove their own teeth for their own safety. Folks, that is that that defines gun control better than anything that I could possibly think of, come up with. If you don't understand that, then you are just dumb as a rock. You just really need to just quit because you're not smart enough to be out in society. If you don't understand that. You're just not. Anyway, before we go, let's go ahead and give that a second shout out to our sponsors. We'll start with Hitman Industries. You can find them at hitmanindustries.net. Rifle and pistol length, pistol length barrels. You can get them today. California Republican Assembly. Become a part of California's future today. Visit them at cragop.org. Hog Holsters. You can find them at hogholsters.com. Get your hog holster today using discount code RUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. And finally, tactical gear, outdoor gear, snow gear, wet gear, whatever gear you're looking for, you'll find it at uscombatgear.com. And with that, we're going to once again call it a day. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We'll be back tomorrow on Thirsty Thursday. Y'all take care.